Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Griswold? Frank Griswold? Are you there, Griswold? Uh, who, who is it? Strand here. I have something to tell you. Strand? Martin Strand? No, no, no. Go away. You're dead. Leave me alone. I'm sleeping. Theater 5 presents If the Spirit Moves You. Frank Griswold, I have something to tell you. Uh, who's, who's there? Frank, wake, wake up. up. What? I have to talk to you. Who, who is it? Martin Strand. Mr. Strand? It can't be. It, you're dead. You're dead. Go away. Frank, uh, Frank, wake up. You're uh, having another nightmare. Uh, here, here, wait a minute, John. Let me get the light. Uh, it was Mrs. Strand again. What in the world is the matter with you? I, I don't know. But I, I hear him and see him just as plain as I do you right now. At least he could come as ectoplasm. Now don't be flippant. Kay, this is serious. Of course, it's always serious when a ghost comes to call in the middle of the night, especially when it's the ghost of your former boss. What I can't figure is why does he come to me? Why don't you ask him next time? Don't be silly. I don't believe in ghosts. Well, then go back to sleep. I can't. This nonsense is all in your mind, Frank. And it can't go on. You miss the train in the mornings. You're too tired at night to work on those plans. Now, look, when do they have to be in? Monday. Well, then you've got to get rid of that, that hallucination. It doesn't seem like a hallucination. It has to be. Now, Frank, dear, look. If Mr. Strand could come back like that, well, would he come here? Of course not. He'd go home, see his wife. Well, maybe he can't find her. She's been traipsing around Europe ever since the funeral. Well, he's got children. Let him spend his nights with them. No, he didn't spend time with them when he was alive. Why should he spend time with them now? Well, don't ask me. All I know is you're going to lose your job if this keeps on. Frank, he thought a lot of you. Hoped you'd be company president... I'm going to talk to him the next time he buzzes. You do that. The next time he what? Buzzes. How do you think Mr. Strand would get in touch with you? He presses his buzzer. I thought ghosts were supposed to rattle chains or something. Uh, Not Mr. Strand. He buzzes on the intercom. Well, for tonight, tell him to buzz off. I mean it. About talking to him. I don't believe in him, but I'm going to talk to him anyway. I think you'd better. I will. I'll tell him to leave me alone. If he doesn't, I'll just... Do what? I don't know, Kay. How do you threaten a ghost? You have exactly 14 minutes to get the 723. That means you've got to be out of this house in one minute. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Catching that train's worse than punching a time clock. Well, you never used to mind. I never used to have a ghost visiting me every night, either. I hate to mention this, dear, but there'll be a late charge if the mortgage payment is made today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Tommy needs an extra $50 for the prom. 
Fifty dollars? What are they teaching them at that college anyway? The ins and outs of bankruptcy? Oh, now, darling. All right, all now, right, I'll send it. Now, here's your coat. Now, where's your briefcase? I've left it in the same spot every night for 15 years. Well, it's not there now. It's got to be. It didn't just get up and walk away. Did you leave it in the den? Oh, yes, here it is. Papers scattered all over. Well, I didn't even open it last oh, night. There, there. Now, hurry, hurry. He must have been in here. That... Kay. Are you sure you'll be all right here all alone like this? Don't worry about me. I'm not the one who's seeing things. Of course, Dora might. She's cleaning today. I'm sorry I mentioned it. Goodbye. Frank. Yes, darling? You've just got to get yourself straightened out, Frank. Look, I've just got to catch that train. You won't even be able to keep your job acting like this. And then what'll happen? Then what? Let's talk about it tonight. Okay, I'm home. Oh, Frank, you're early. I just couldn't stay in the office any longer. They're bugging me. I want to see those plans. Kiss? Hmm. Well, you've done some work on them. Yeah, I know, but i got to change them. Why? Oh, Mr. Strand doesn't want me to do it that way. I'd better fix you a drink. No, thanks. You're feverish. Oh, don't be silly. Actually, I feel better than I have since this thing started. At least now I know why he's trying to contact me. He wants you to carry out his ideas? Exactly. How do you know this, Frank? <laughs> don't be so blasted patronizing. I know how it sounds. Oh, I'm sorry. He left me some notes... You know the briefcase this morning? Mm-hmm. Well, he must have worked on it last night, after he failed to make contact. Oh, this is crazy. Now, look here. Here they are. See? Now, is that my handwriting? No, but it isn't Martin Strand's, either. Looks as if a kid scrawled a note to his puppy dog. Well, uh, maybe, but maybe it's hard to hold a pencil when you're in his condition or something. And maybe you just got up last night and went in and scrawled these notes in your sleep. I did nothing of the kind. How do you know? I'll tell you how I know. I wouldn't have written such crazy stuff. If I did it his way, we'd lose that contract for sure. That bad, hmm? Oh, just bad enough. Good enough to pass off to the directors. But once Fuller went over those plans with that fine-tooth comb of his, he'd laugh us out of the business. Well, then you'll just have to ignore him. Martin Strand? Why not? Well, you just don't ignore a ghost. That's why not. Honey, sit down. Uh, I'm all right. Don't you think it's time we saw a doctor? You mean a psychiatrist? Well, yes. You want me to wind up in the funny farm? Oh, Dr. Ayers is such a dear fatherly type, and we've met him socially. Oh, and he doesn't send away nuts he knows, is that it? Frank, we need help. At his prices, I'll figure out this ghost business myself. Oh, and by the way, when I sent Tommy the check, I told him to find another money tree. Oh, it was only $50. Only? When I went to school... You it... studied art in Paris. That was different. Hmm, I'll say. You were supposed to starve in a garret. That was part of it. <laughs> Bread and cheese, a bottle of Van Ordener. <laughs> 22 Rue de la... I see, what street was that? Rue de la Soleil. That was it. 
I wonder what happened to that old man who lived across the hall. <laughs> Dead by now, I suppose. Gad, why couldn't he come and see me instead of Mr. Strand? Oh, Frank. He said someday I'd do something really significant. And he knew art. He thought I had real talent. You have. So it's an architecture instead of painting. But just look where you are, Frank. Only a step away from the top. All right, that settles it. I got to get to work on these plans. I know what'll sell and I know what won't. I don't know why Mr. Strand wants to foul me up, but he's not going to. That's the spirit. <laughs> That's not the spirit. Oh. As far as I'm concerned, he doesn't even exist. He had his turn at the wheel and now it's mine. Good for you. Now, uh, <clears throat> did I hear a rumor about a martini? All mixed. Only take a minute. Bring it into the den, dear. I'm going to try to get to work right now. You're looking like your old self again. Once I get into this, it won't take me so long. And just wait till the board sees it. The way they've been eyeing me lately. When are Oliver, too? Ah, live dangerously, too. Hmm. Ah, look, that didn't take long. Here we are. Frank, what's the matter? Hi, uh, I... They're as white I, as... Look. My plans... They've been scribbled and scratched. Look at this page. Torn to bits. Who would do such a thing? I don't know. But I can guess. Oh, Frank, no. Oh, yes. Martin Strand. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Strand was fond of your husband? Well, as fond as he could be of anyone, Dr. Ayers, he wasn't the demonstrative kind. Then how did he become Mr. Strand's protege? Hand-picked for company president? Perseverance, hard work. He must want the job very badly. Oh, he does, naturally. Much more salary, prestige. Fulfillment? I don't know. A lifelong dream come true? Oh, no. Not lifelong, anyway. He really started out wanting to be an artist. Studied in Paris the whole bit. If France hadn't been invaded, he probably would have stayed on and either starved to death or become another Renoir. He came home when the war started? He had to. Later, he joined the army, met me, and we got married. Mm. Why didn't he go back to Paris and continue his studies after the war? Doctor, Tommy was born in 45. We needed a home. A crib and a car. Of course. So he traded his dreams for a conventional job and a regular salary. He wanted it as much as I did. Oh, undoubtedly. But when a man gets within whispering distance of the halfway mark in life, he sometimes begins adding up the score. And I wind up in the minus column. Is that what you mean? <laughs> you know the answer to that better than I do. Tell me... Do you think your husband is a happy, contented man? I thought so, until he began having this hallucination. Why do you call it that? Well, I can't very well call it a ghost, can I? Why not? Oh, doctor, really. There are such things, you know. Don't tell me that you... Believe in ghosts? Yes. Yes, I do. 
The number of sane, reputable people who have seen them, and even more importantly, been influenced by them, is so great that I could not possibly deny their existence. <laughs> Don't look so shocked, Mrs. Griswold. Ghosts can be very helpful. Some people need them desperately. Perhaps your husband is one of those people. I do wish you could get him to come see me. But I tell you, that would ruin it. Can't you see where the estimate would be off? Why, the cement alone would be off by thousands of dollars. Frank. And over here. Oh, good heavens. Just look at this. Frank, what I'm coming here now. Just keep anyway? calm. Doesn't make... Frank, are you all right? Yes, of course I am. Well, you were shouting at someone. I always come with more crazy ideas. Who, Frank? Mr. Strand. Oh, darling, there's no one here. Well, there was. Sit down, please. I've got to have these finished by morning. I, go back to bed. Do you think you? I'll leave you alone with a ghost? Oh, why not? You don't believe in him anyway. Why don't you let me call Dr. Ayers? Uh, we've been through that. But maybe he'll see Mr. Strand, too. He believes in ghosts. He does not. He was just humoring you, trying to get at me. Oh, no. He really does. Said some people need a ghost. Well, I don't need this one. He's got this thing worked out. <laughs> oh, it's clever. Very clever. Looks great. But not only will Strand Incorporated lose the contract, there won't be another architectural firm in the country that'll hire me to build chicken coops. Well, then why do you listen to him? How can I help it? He stands there, points a finger and says, Do it this way, Frank. What would you do? I'd tell him, go jump. Oh, you'd do nothing of the kind. This is the first thing I've ever seen. I mean, something that's passed over and... Well, you just don't turn your back on that. Then what are you going to do? Follow his advice and wind up on your ear? I don't know. I do. You've worked too long for this chance. And, Frank, we've got obligations. Tommy's at Yale. Well, he'd have to take it easy, but we've got enough set aside for him to finish. And what would we live on? I could do something. Well, you just said no other firm would touch you. Well, there are other jobs. We don't really need this big house. Wall-to-wall -wall carpets in the bathrooms, country club, everybody talking about Dow Jones averages. Well, you do, too. Two big cars that never fit in a parking place. Well, you sound as if you hate our life. Well, maybe I do. And me? Do you hate me, too? Well, what kind of a question is that? What kind of an answer is that? Well, of course I don't hate you. It's just... Oh, now, don't look like that, honey. I... I love you, you know that. Well, then will you please get rid of Mr. Strand before he ruins us? I can't. You mean you're going to do what he says? I have to. Why? Because he's green and he glows, that's why. And any time anyone I know dies and comes back to me green and glowing, I'm going to do whatever he says. And you can like it or lump it. And if you think something green and glowing is going to ruin my life, you are so wrong. I am going to get Dr. Ayers here to the house tomorrow at... <laughs> He's a bigger nut than I am. He believes in ghosts. Maybe it's better that way. He just might have some idea how to get rid of Martin Strand. I don't know what's keeping him, Doctor. It wouldn't matter, except that I do have an important meeting. Oh, it was good of you to take any time at all... He needs help so desperately. And you look as if you could use a little help yourself. 
Well, it isn't easy living with a ghost in the house. Green and glowing. You still don't believe in ghosts? No. You can't tell me you do either. And that's where you're wrong. We all have ghosts. We live with them, talk with them. Sometimes they force us to rob a bank, jump out a window. Sometimes they do no more than make us blush. I'm not talking about memories or guilt, that kind of thing. Frank's ghost has form and substance. Or so he says. Perhaps Frank's need is more desperate. And then again, perhaps all he needs is a very understanding wife. Dr. Ayers. Oh, Frank, dear. Hi, dear. I... Uh... Oh, hello. I'm Leighton Ayers. We met at the Reed's cocktail party. Uh, Kay, you shouldn't have bothered the doctor. Well, it's no bother, but I can only stay a few minutes. Uh, your wife tells me you've been seeing a ghost. <laughs> uh, the crazy thing, I mean... Uh, Silly. You know how it is. Yes, I'm very interested. Tell me about him. Please, Frank. Well, why not? Can't do any harm. Not now. Not now. Oh, Frank, you didn't turn in those awful plans. They're already on their way to Philadelphia. Oh, how could you? Oh, Dr. Ayers, do something. Come, come now. It's not that bad. It's awful. It's just awful. Um, uh, how much has Kay told you, Doctor? Probably more than you would have liked it to. Uh-huh. And what do you think? Can you help me? You don't need any help. Not anymore. I do see a ghost, Doctor. Of course. You wouldn't have obeyed him otherwise. Oh, our future wiped out just like that. Now, now. Where do we go from here? I don't know. But after I got off the train, I drove around thinking about it. And decided we ought to take some time off to get some perspective. We could rent the house for a while. Furnished, it ought to do pretty good. Where would we live? Does it matter? Of course it matters. Westchester County isn't the world, Kay. I could take my paints. We'd manage somehow, someplace. A drafty attic in Paris? <laughs> Why not? And there are places in Spain where you can live on very little. Villages in Mexico. At our age. Why not? Get out of the rut. Start something new and exciting. Not many get the chance. That is why Mr. Strand came back. He did it deliberately so I'd lose my job. Nonsense. He knows what it's like there at the top. Work 18 hours a day, all the problems. And where did it get him? Never camped out with his kids? Wife started running around? Why, Doc, there wasn't anybody at his funeral except those who had to be. Is that the kind of life you want for your husband, Mrs. Griswold? I don't suppose so. Do you think Strand will leave me alone now? You don't need him anymore. <laughs> Maybe he'll go haunt somebody else. Well, I really do have to run. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Uh, I, I think I understand things better. Let me know how it works out. Oh, we will. Thank you again. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, I feel that I've been emancipated. We'll take off and go wherever the wind takes us. Well, now, dear, we got carried away, but maybe if you talk to the board... Mrs. Griswold, you will do as your husband wishes. What was that? I didn't hear anything. But I... Well, honey, shall we start making plans? Oh, whatever you say, darling. Whatever you say...
Theater 5 has presented If the Spirit Moves You, written by Marquita Fisher, produced and directed by Ted Bell. In the cast, Court Benson, Grace Matthews, Jim Dukas, and Robert Dryden. Audio engineers, Neil Paltz and Marty Folia. Sound technician, Ed Blaney. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastatsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York, 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York, 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.